Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the IA Cast. Well, actually, episodes. You are about to hear episodes 132 and 133 of the IA Cast. So sit back, relax, and uh, get ready for us to make up these episodes. And uh, welcome to another episode or two of the IA Cast. All right, so we have a lot to talk about today, and um, we're cutting these up into two episodes because uh, there's a lot of tech news. So I'm Michael Dois, and I'm here today with Jason Earls. The one and the only. Literally. It's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one and the only. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. That's funny. <laughs> oh, boy. So if that's how we're getting started today, oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So uh, we had two big events this week and, and last week. Just really big uh, events that have happened. Amazon was first. So let's talk about that. All the new Echo products. Yes, there was a bunch of echo products announced there was the let's see there was the what are they calling the echo dot with the clock on it are they just calling it the echo, new echo dot, dot with clock <laughs> seriously yes that's hilarious <laughs> so yeah they have the uh the echo dot with clock um i believe it's like available for 59 dollars or something like that and it's very interesting um, because it still looks like an Echo Dot third gen, but it just has a clock that's going through the fabric, so it just looks really neat. Oh, that's interesting. Otherwise, I mean, it's just an Echo Dot. <laughs> right, but I could totally kind of understand that, though. You know, you set it up on your nightstand. I mean, it's got a decent speaker for what it is. Set it up on your nightstand, you know, turn it into an alarm clock, basically. Well, I just wonder, we'll get to the other stuff in a minute, but I figure we start out with this device. How many people are going to abandon the spot for this? The Echo Spot was like know. a round nightstand clock that had like, where you could do like video and had all kinds of different, it was round, but it had very graphical screen on it. I guess it's really more for people who are maybe looking for a new Echo Dot, potentially, you know, ones who maybe have older dots like me, or, you know, maybe somebody who this is going to be their first smart speaker or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. But I believe those devices are out where you could pre-order or order those by now, so. Yeah, definitely interesting. I personally hadn't thought about putting a clock on a dot, but hey. So what's the next device you think we should talk about? One of the things I'm pretty excited about that they announced was the, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember what they call it now, the Echo Studio, their HomePod competitor. I would like to hear it. It kind of looks like a HomePod yes. 2. It's big, but the thing is, it's only $200. Yeah, and you can pair two of them together in stereo, just like you can with the HomePods and other Echo devices. You can pair them with the Echo Sub, but what really intrigues me is, from what I've been reading, it's the first smart speaker to support Dolby Atmos. 
Interesting. So I wonder what the difference is between it and the Echo Plus. I kind of feel like that's a double, uh, a two device. Well, the Echo Plus isn't going to support Dolby Atmos, definitely. Right. Um, That's a difference right there. They may have different sound profiles. I don't know. But I do know that Amazon is, um, I think if you subscribe to their like Amazon Music HD service or whatever they're calling it, um, it's like a higher tier of Amazon Music, then you will be able to get... uh, certain albums recorded in Dolby Atmos. Like I think there's a, an album, the uh, Beatles at the Abbey road studios. I think that's going to be available in Atmos. Um, really? Yeah. And there's some other ones. I don't remember them all, but that's very interesting to me. Yeah. I mean that that's really cool. I honestly am not sure what I want. If I had the money to get something like the home pod of the studio now. Yeah. I mean, because the home, the, the studio would have access to my Apple Music library, even if it doesn't have all the features of right, the HomePod. But you can't do shortcuts. That's the one thing that would... Well, that's true. Or text, or, you know, a lot of things. Yeah, but I have my phone for that. Yeah, but... I don't know. I like having the HomePods. I don't know which... If I was a consumer out there, I don't know which one I would buy. I would probably get the HomePods because they just sound so good. And then use other cheaper Echo devices. That's that's just me. And that's definitely a solution. Um, I just, I'm kind of audio geeking out over about the Dolby Atmos, I think. <laughs> I mean. So I personally have not heard anything using Atmos or any te- any audio that has it. I know the new phones are supposed to have it, but. Yeah, the iPhones know. are supposed to have it. There's a few Android phones that have it, although I can't think of what they are off the top of my head. Um, I think your iPad has it now. Does it? IOS, iPad OS 13. Does it? I believe. I don't think mine does. But there are definitely movies recorded in Dolby Atmos. I think um, when Gravity... Well, I don't remember if Gravity came out before or after Dolby Atmos was a standard. But I think The Hobbit or something, like the new Hobbit, may have been recorded with the hmm. Dolby Atmos. And I'm sure there's all kinds of stuff. Is there a um, way in iTunes to tell if a movie has it? Like if you're on your iPad? I'm not sure, actually. I don't actually go and look at movies in iTunes all that often. Interestingly, I did find an audio-described category in the iTunes Store app on iOS, which is interesting, but that's beside the point. We're kind of getting off topic there. but Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to check out the Echo Studio. I want to see one. Yeah, I do too. So one of the devices that I'm very interested in is the Echo Loop. Have you heard of this, Jason? Oh yeah, it's a it's a smart ring, I guess, that has that gives you access to A Lady and I guess it changes colors or something for certain notifications. I don't know about colors, but if it does, that, that would right? be really awesome. I kinda want that now. It's even more. I think it's like hundred and thirty dollars to start and then it's going up to hundred and eighty later. Yeah, and I know they also had some invite-only events, or invite-only items. I thought that Loop was one of them. I didn't realize it was available to the general consumer. It's invite-only for now. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'd never really thought of a smart ring. I think it'd be neat. I kind (laughs) of want to try it out. And then, so I'm really excited to try it out, though, but you'll be able to tap a button on it, speak to your A-Lady, make phone calls, hang up phone calls. It has a little speaker on it. I mean, now, it'd be weird if you could play Amazon Music or Apple Music on your finger, (laughs) but... (laughs) You could give Apple Music the finger. 
<laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or Amazon Music or tune in. Right. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> well, since we're talking about music, let's talk about the Echo Buds. Yeah, the Echo Buds. This is your area, so um, have at it. Why does it always have to be my area? Because you have more earphones <laughs> than anybody else I know. <laughs> All right, listeners, we, we, we need to do an impromptu poll. How many pairs of earphones do you have? And whoever get, has the most pair of earphones gets to go on the show and talk about the Echo Buds and we'll we spice may, it in. No, we, may, um, <laughs> we may have to put a poll on on uh, uh, Telegram and say, how many pairs of headphones right. do you have? Two, three, four, five other right. specify. <laughs> yeah, other. Jason, would you and fall are you under wanting other? to purchase? Uh, probably. Well, well, I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to. I, I would have to think about it and we would run out of time. Um, which doesn't look good for my earbud numbers, I know. But anyway, so the Echo Buds <laughs> um, are. Uh, there are wireless earbuds. I'm not too familiar with their form factor, but I know that they're supposed to be like AirPods, as in like they come in a case and they're truly wireless earbuds. Um, they do noise reduction, not cancellation. So I don't quite understand the difference between the two. Um, but Amazon partnered with Bose to do the noise reduction on the uh, Echo Buds. And of course, they do give you access to A-Lady. Um, I, if I remember correctly, they don't have any buttons on them. I guess you just tap them to bring up a lady and tap and hold to bring up, or you, or no, they have always on a lady. And then I think if you tap and hold them, it'll bring up, um, like Google assistant or Siri or whatever your default assistant is. They have auto pause. They have, uh, as I said, noise reduction. And I think from what I remember reading, you tap both earbuds to enable it and tap both of them to disable it. Reviews I read said that they sound really good. The price is pretty decent, actually, at $130. Uh, they're supposed to be available sometime in, well, this month, since it is October. And they get five hours of battery life, uh, just like the AirPods do. Um, I haven't seen any specific uh, specifications as far as talk time and playtime. Um but they do come with a charging case, which will charge them and give them up to 20 hours of life. So four charges. Uh, unfortunately, they charge via micro USB instead of something like USB-C. But I guess a Won't lot of the Amazon devices use micro USB. So. Won't buy them. I don't know. I still have a micro USB cable for my sound link. And I don't know. It's interesting. Well, I mean, it's a nice alternative. You know, the thing about it is. Multiple is, platforms. It's like uh, my, I have the AirPods and I have the PowerBeats Pro. And I have the Surface headphones. Okay. And I have the Beat Studio 3s. And the Power Be the Beat Studio 3s are the only things I need a micro USB for. I could, I mean, technically I could charge them with my iPad, but everything else I could charge through USB-C to Lightning uh, or USB to USB-C on my iPad. And... Uh, just the more devices I have to use, it's micro USB. I'm just not as interested in. So I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag, honestly. But also, they're they don't offer me really anything different from the 
AirPods or the Power Beats. But, you know, p- people that have not gone into a wireless ecosystem, it's a good alternative. I just, uh, I don't know. They seem cool. I'd like to see them, but I don't know they're something I would want to get. What about you, Jason? Are you interested in them? I'm kind of interested in them. Um, it hurts my soul to say, but I'm going to say it here on the show. Uh, because I'm thinking of selling my Powerbeats Pro, not because of anything wrong with them or the earbuds themselves. I'm just, I'm just not using them. And I think part of the issue is... I don't like carrying their case around with me because it's so big and bulky. So if I could get something with a smaller case, whether it's the Echo Buds or assuming the case is smaller than Powerbeats Pro, I hope so. Um, but the uh, the Echo Buds or maybe the new AirPods, depending on what Apple does with them, because um, rumor is we're going to be getting some new ones here soon. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But they're definitely interesting uh, sounding. I wonder if you can hear environment, uh, if they have like an environmental awareness mode similar to like what the Ambios do or something. Cause that's what I really would like. If I'm going to get noise canceling headphones, I want them to also be able to let me hear my environment because the Ambios have spoiled me in that regard. <laughs> you know, I, I believe, and I will tell everybody this and, and i you know, even if you don't keep your power beats, I urge you to do this. I urge everybody to always keep one Bluetooth headset that you could use for traveling around. And the reason is I had a wired headset I was using with my phone one day and I was getting on a bus and the bus pulled out to close the door and pulled away, caught my headphone cord, which pulled my phone out of my hand and I nearly lost my phone. It did crack the screen just because of the angle it landed. And I I don't break phones. So this was just... I, I said I'd never use wired headphones while traveling unless I knew my environment and was not doing that again because I was getting my pass ready to, to scan on the bus. And it was just a bad situation. So I urge people, if you're traveling, to have a pair of Bluetooth headphones around. That way, you know, you're not tethered to your phone while you're traveling, it's always a good thing. Yeah, and I think, you know, I felt tethered to the Powerbeats Pro case. And I just, I found that if I was opening up in public, the way I ended up sitting the case on my lap or something, I I always felt like I was going to drop it. And I never really had that with the AirPods, even though the Powerbeats Pro get better battery life and sound better and stay in my ears better. You know, for me, uh, I, I call the Powerbeats dependable because of how long the battery life is. And going back to the Echo Buds, that's that's one of the things is five hours is great, but if it's going to last for five hours, it better be the form factor of the AirPods because to me, they looked bigger yeah. and you can't do that. You cannot have um, those headphones be the same size or bigger than AirPods with the same amount of battery. I'm just, that's not, I love my AirPods. So... Yeah, I'm I'm going to be curious how these look, so I want to check them out. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What else did they announce? The Well, we got the Echo Frames. Oh, yeah. The glasses. Now, this these, is going to be more your department. I don't know much about these. These don't have a camera. Think of these as Bose frames, 
but from Amazon. And they work very similarly and have almost the same amount of battery. Um, you can slide your hand across a surface to change different aspects from what I've heard, like volume and different things like that. But there's one big problem I have with these. I want them, but there's one problem I have. They only work with one type of phone. Well, not one type of phone. One one operating system of phones. And that's Android. No iOS support. That's weird. So this this product looks really great. Uh, you can use your prescription lenses on them. You could, you know, change those things. And they're thinner and lighter than the Bose frames. But guess what they also have? Less battery. Three hours instead of three hours and 30 minutes. Now, I do think these are like 180 so $20 cheaper than the Bose frames, but I just, there's too many drawbacks. I, I would like to see them work with both platforms. Now, I'm wondering if you could pair with both, but you don't get Echo uh, A-Lady support on both platforms. I don't know. That would be weird, though, because it sounds like A-Lady support for the Buds works on both platforms. It does. It's just... Uh, I think the moving your finger across to do different things and the gestures require a always listening service. Oh, a background service or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Sad. So, I don't know. I'm I'm going to be watching these for any changes because I might get them, but they're if it's so far out of everything that's announced, the ring, the Echo Loop, uh, has been my favorite. What about you? What what since the devices we've talked about, what has been your favorite? I don't know. For me, it's kind of a toss up between the Echo Studio and the Echo Buds. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, the ring sounds cool. The glasses sounded cool. <laughs> and gentlemen I mean, out there, it is not advisable. It is not advisable to go down on one uh, knee and give an Echo Loop. For an engagement ring. Not advisable. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you imagine, somebody will do like, it. Right. And be like, so what are you trying to say? A lady is another girl. What does this mean? How am I supposed to interpret this? Although I, I will just say if the whole thing does light up, that would be kind of really neat if you could script it that when you take it out of the box, it starts glowing. That would be kind of cool. Just saying. Right? <laughs> Man, knowing my luck, I would go to do that and I would set it up and I would op- get, you know, the box would open and the battery would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, although what would really yeah, be bad know. is if you could script it where you open it, it starts glowing, they pick it up, and then it pops the question for you. That would be the ultimate lazy. Oh my god! <laughs> and we know that there would be people out there that would try that. Right. Well, it's funny that you mentioned glow because yes. they are also announcing a new uh, product known as the Echo Glow, which I guess is a it's a lamp. It is a lamp. It's one. And it's a can... lamp. I want to buy $30. Yeah. And I guess you can have it change colors and what else can it do actually? It's a full echo device, I believe. So it can change colors and do all kinds of things like that. I want it. I really want it. And then there's the, uh, uh, Oh, hang on just a second. What would be really cool on this thing is if you could actually make it to where you could do a pattern. 
that's actually something I think would be neat to do with the Phillips Hue is to make different patterns of light uh, to kind of randomize. That would be kind of cool. Oh, that would be interesting, yeah. So I wonder if you could do that on this thing. But, yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm excited. That's another device I do want to get is the Echo Glow. And then aren't they coming out with a new Aero as well? I believe they are coming out with a new Aero, obviously with the Apple HomeKit thing, but uh, I think they're coming out with a new one. That's supposed to so yeah, have a new router, a lady support in it, or they may already have that in there. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure. But uh, apparently, another thing that they announced was that they were working on different voices, and they're going to be implementing machine learning into the voice of a lady. Oh man! And if we could find it, Jason, if we can add that in here, where it, her DJ voice from the event, oh that yeah, is fantastic. Let's see if we could do that in yeah, if uh, I editing. Can... Yeah, if I can find that clip, I'll uh, see if I can throw it in the show, because it's amazing. Yes. Today, we're announcing a whole new set of technologies called neural text-to-speech. This uses deep learning models to be able to model her voice in a much more natural and fluent way. Best way is to kind of hear this, because the pace of innovation is pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, I, I, we took two clips. The first clip I'll play you is Alexa when we launched her five years ago. Let's go ahead and play that. Star Trek is an American media franchise based on the science fiction television series created by Gene Roddenberry. This blew people's minds when we launched it. But let me tell you what we've launched into production as of today. Why don't we play the clip using neural networks? Star Trek is an American media franchise based on the science fiction television series created by Gene Roddenberry. The pace of innovation is incredible, and what we can do with machine learning really never ceases to amaze me. This same neural network technology, though, gives us a lot more flexibility now in and around what we can do with Alexa's voice. And so today, we're also going to be rolling out multilingual mode. And this gives customers that are in bilingual households access to Alexa. There are billions of households around the world that have dual speakers, sometimes three languages in a single household, and we want Alexa to work great in that. So now starting in the United States, customers will have access to Spanish and English, in Canada, French and English, and in India, Hindi and English. And she will automatically switch between these languages, and her new modeled voices sound great in both languages. Beyond language, that same neural text-to-speech allows us to let Alexa be much more emotive and expressive. And we've modeled this in a bunch of different ways. She can be excited when your team wins, say the Cubs win, not happening much right now, but if they did win. Uh, it, she can be uh, expressive in a newscaster kind of way. So we have a newscaster voice. When she reads the news, you'll start hearing her cadence sound much more like a newscaster. Or she can mimic ex expressions that we've grown accustomed to. I grew up. Uh, listening to Sunday on the radio, and it was always Casey Kasem counting down the top 40. And she can actually do that too, and mimic a little bit like a DJ, introducing songs. Let's play a clip on that, how that sounds. That was the brand new single, Floating, by Schoolboy Q, featuring 21 Savage. We'll be rolling all of these different types of expressions into Alexa, kind of domain by domain, over the coming months and years. The other thing we've found around voices over the past year is that customers are incredibly enamored with celebrity voices. 
And whether that's Kelsey Ch Chelsea Candler doing morning greetings on behalf of Alexa, or Ed Sheeran playing a duet with Alexa, which is super fun. And we love doing these, but up till now, we've actually had to pre-record the recordings from the celebrities themselves. Neural text-to-speech allows us to mimic a celebrity's voice, with their permission, of course. And we wanted to see how this would go. So we picked the most iconic voice we could to use for the first celebrity voice, and that has to be Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Sam can answer your voice with jokes, let you know it's raining, his personality, timers, alarms, play music, and a lot more when you add this. And it's in his own personality, so I will warn you, there is an explicit version of this and a non-explicit. I will leave it up to the audience to choose which one you want to hear. And we shot a little bit of a video on uh, how this came to be. So why don't we roll that real quick? Just like we practiced. Ready? I'm always ready. Showtime. Today in Los Angeles, it's 85 degrees. Say my name. Woohoo! Oh, aren't we organized? <laughs> I'm not reminding you. Of not bad for a rookie. Say rookie again. I dare you. And uh, they're going to implement uh, celebrity voices. I think. Uh, oh, who was the first one? Samuel uh, L. Jackson was one. Samuel Jackson, yeah. And so it's. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, I, I, I like that they were... I hope, I do hope if they if they implement him that there's going to be plenty of Marvel and uh, Nick Fury jokes. That would be great. Well, I believe they said that the voices were going to have their own personalities, so who knows? Maybe. That'd be neat. Yeah. Also, in the spirit of this podcast, ask your, ask your Echo to tell you a techie joke. Those are funny. Oh, yes. They are hilarious. I'm trying to save the best for last, but is there anything else that uh, that we remember them announcing? Didn't they announce glasses and frames, or was it just the frames? I think it was just frames. I thought I saw glasses too, but uh, it was frames. So the frames, the buds, the studio. Oh, the yes. That was clock. The new Echo Show 8. Oh, yeah. I was uh, going to mention that earlier, and I forgot. This is a new Echo Show 8-inch instead of 10. I'm sure it's going to have great speakers. It's 130 instead of 229. And it's going to be a great device, especially now with show and tell, where you could show an item up to your up to your device, and it will tell you what it is. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that's going to be really great. Um, honestly, especially for like Android users, for instance, who may not have access to something like uh, seeing AI because seeing AI is amazing. I mean, I know that there are things like Envision AI and other solutions for Android, but I've just always had pretty good luck with seeing AI, but this might even be easier. Well, the show to and tell feature on the show. Yeah. But I'm sure the speakers are going to be good. But honestly, in my recommendations, I would stick with the 10. It's just a very solid device and it's very solid. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen the Echo Show, but based on the Unbox cast. Yes, there is an Unbox cast of that. So, uh, we, I think, are down to the final final we item. And I think that everybody that doesn't have anything equivalent needs to go to Amazon.com and order one of these as soon as possible. 
And what I'm talking about is the Echo Oven. Yes, the Echo Oven. I read about this, and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Because uh, from what I, what I read, it'll be able to tell you, um, it'll, it, it, I think they partnered with like Food Network or something like that for a bunch of different recipes for foods, and it'll be able to tell you when you need to stir. Uh, if you're, you know, making something that requires stirring, it'll tell you when your food is finished. And it does more things than just an oven. It's got like a few different functions. Well, it's a microwave oven. It's a convection oven. It's a deep fryer. Uh, it has so many features. And like, like you're saying, Jason, you could put something in front of it. And I think it uses the basic things for show and tell. And it will set the oven and style of cooking to the right thing and cook your item to the appropriate amount. And that's just really neat. Plus, one of the nice things is it has tactile symbols on it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, according to Jeff, they uh, they have tactile symbols on it. And it's just a very neat device. It's it's It has a speaker built in, so it can talk back, unlike the microwave. It can do pretty much anything that, you know, you'd want to do. The microwave is at a thousand watts, so it's pretty good. Aaliyah says ours can do a bit better, but I'd say it's pretty up there. I don't remember the amount that it can hold, but it's pretty big from what I've heard. Wow. That's awesome. So you can have it cook your food and play your music. (laughs) Now that would be kind. Of, hey, that would be kind of cool <laughs> if you could have it play music while your food is cooking and stop when your right. food is done. Right? Couldn't? Isn't it just weird though to think, like, if you've got something in the microwave or whatever in your oven, to think that your oven is playing your music? Like, <laughs> isn't that just strange? It is. <laughs> but awesome nonetheless. I mean, I think that's that's going to be so useful. So. I mean, it's really cool, the things that they've announced. They've announced so many things this time. And I I just think that Amazon, and, and I think this is a little bit of discussion because we have time. Do you think that Google Assistant is keeping up with the amount of devices that the Echo is? I feel like uh, A-Lady is on more devices than Google Assistant. I feel like... Up until recently, I could have said possibly, but I think Amazon's killing it now. I mean, and that, you know, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a lady in as many uh, places as possible, you know, in your oven, in your speakers, in your, in your, in your thermostats, in your routers. You know, I heard a, a bit of a crazy uh, thing a while ago in the news about how, uh, Somebody from Amazon was talking about wanting to make an A lady like robot that would be able to like interact with us on a in a physical basis, and I'm like, that's just weird. Like, well, you know, I was. It would be interesting if they add it to these Boston Dynamic robots. I just saw a video where they had a biped robot that was doing uh, handstands, backflips, forward flips, everything, and would human emote whenever it did well it would kind of jump up and do a little dance it was so crazy so if they could add the deep learning of that and uh echo um it would be incredible and just what we're we're seeing um you know google assistance on a lot of devices we have the nest hub we have the the nest thermostat we have the um 
That's Tub Max now. Mm-hmm. And the uh, um, Google Home, Google Home Mini, I think they're still called that. Yeah, I believe so. In the Chromebooks, Google Assistant is on Chromebooks now more than just the Pixelbook. Mm-hmm. And on some headphones. And uh, yep, it's just very interesting. I feel like the Echo, uh, you know, unlike uh, Google, I can use a lady on a Windows laptop now with hands free. Yeah, that's insane in a very good way. So, um, I mean, think about oh, it like this. It adds the connected home. So I don't have to be talking to my oven to start it. I could go put something in, walk back to my computer and say, a lady cook for five minutes. Think about that. Think about right. how powerful that is. I know, right? Basically, what Michael's saying is he can be in the middle of a mission or something in a game, put something in the oven and pretend like he remembered to cook it. Um, <laughs> that's just that's really boiling down to right there. <laughs> but no, like that's that is really one of the really neat things about a lady. And you know, now uh, we we didn't mention this earlier, but they've I guess they've improved a lady guard, so it'll be able to um, detect the difference between like somebody talking or like somebody breaking glass or something. You know, that might mean that. A uh, person's trying to break into your home. I don't think Google Assistant's doing any of that. I don't think so. And now they have this device. I don't know if this was announced uh, at the event or earlier, but they have a thing called the uh, Echo Flex, which is a little wall outlet you put in, and you could add a nightlight and a motion sensor to it. So that's pretty interesting, too. Yeah, I think that may have been actually announced at the event. I don't remember, but, but yeah, that's really cool. And I think that, like, when the machine learning stuff gets implemented for the voices of a lady and stuff, I think that's also going to give it more personality. And I wonder if you would be able to have different a lady devices using like different voices. I don't or if know. It would just follow each other. I still would like to see a completely battery powered tap replacement though. I think that would, that's one device yeah. I need to fix or add. I was kind of sad about that. So, we would like to know what your thoughts are. Um, we have a group on Telegram that you can now uh, link to or uh, log into and chat. So uh, we'll have a link to that coming up on the website soon. We really encourage, you know, feedback. You could email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Let us know what you think. I'm very excited about these devices. So now that you've heard everything, Jason, what are your thoughts? What is the device that you are most interested in? Is it still the studio or uh, the oven or what is it? I'm kind of intrigued by this oven, honestly. Full disclosure, I don't cook very often, if at all, anymore. But, I mean, still, being able to use the show and tell feature, get an item, have it basically know what it needs to be set to, not having to worry about Braille labels. Oh my goodness, that would be amazing. You know, since you said these buttons are tactile. Um, and it's just, it would be so nice, you know. No labels coming off or wearing down or any of that stuff. And being able to use voice commands. I mean, I don't think our microwave's gonna be ready to hit the dust anytime soon. But if it does, and we need a replacement... Maybe. Agreed. So, 
everybody that are listening to these podcasts uh, on the on the internet and different places, you'll have to wait till next episode to get our contact info. But I want to talk to you guys about our ad to bridge these things because this is a very time sensitive uh, ad, and that is our. Swift UI training. You can now register at iaccessibility.net slash Swift UI training and learn how to use or program Swift UI on macOS. The class starts October 17th and registration will end on the 16th. So uh, head on over to iaccessibility.net slash Swift UI training and uh, go ahead and uh, fill out the form. All right, that'll do it for the Amazon portion of these two shows. Um, that was the content for 132, and we're going to be now doing everything about the Surface announcements, which will serve as episode 133. So uh, stick around for that if you're on the stream, and uh, we will be uh, putting, putting out there a lot of content. So... If you're listening on the actual podcast, we'll see you next week when this gets released. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yep. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iaccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iaccessibility1. Facebook, search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2019, iAccessibility, LLC.